Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Brian Post Devotional Podcast. We've been going through the book of 1 Corinthians. We're in chapter 7 and we're going to be taking a look at verses 25 to 31. I'm just going to go ahead and jump into the text as is my custom. Now concerning virgins, I have no commandment from the Lord, yet I give judgment as one whom the Lord in his mercy has made trustworthy. I suppose, therefore, that it's good because of the present stress, that it is good for a man to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be loosed. Are you loosed from a wife? Do not seek a wife. But even if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. Nevertheless, such will have trouble in the flesh. But I would spare you. But this I say again, brethren, the time is short, so that from now on, even those who have wives should be as though they had none, those who weep as though they did not weep, those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice, those who buy as though they did not possess, and those who use this world as not misusing it. For the form of this world is passing away. In this passage, Paul turns his attention to virgins. The word Paul uses for virgin is uh, parthenios. And like today, this term generally refers to a young woman who is not engaged in sexual intercourse. Young unmarried women in the Roman world were expecting to maintain their chastity and modesty. The society placed a high value on virginity and premarital sexual activity was generally frowned upon. Families often emphasized the importance of virginity as it was linked to a woman's reputation, family, honor, and prospects for marriage. Because virginity was highly valued, it could also be a source of pressure and anxiety for young women. The fear of losing one's virginity before marriage and the societal consequences of such an event could be quite significant. Being a virgin as a Jewish woman had significant cultural, religious, and social implications. The society at the time, including Jewish communities, placed a high value on a woman's virginity associated with purity, honor, and marital suitability. Like in many ancient cultures, Jewish families viewed virginity as an asset for their daughters. Parents were invested in ensuring their daughters remained chaste until marriage to secure a good match. So, Girls were often raised with teachings about the importance of maintaining their virginity for their future husbands. Like young, like the young women of Rome, some, some the, the young Jewish women rather, also felt the pressure and anxiety associated with maintaining their virginity due to cultural and religious expectations. The fear of public shame and the desire to honor their families often influenced their conduct and, and their behavior. But returning to the text, Paul explicitly mentions that he lacks a direct command from the Lord regarding the topic of virgins. And this statement is thought-provoking and warrants further exploration. Paul, Paul's declaration here raises significant inquiries concerning the inspiration and the authority of Scripture. One crucial question it brings to light is how does Paul's admission of lacking specific commandment from the Lord affect our perception of the inspiration and authority of the writings comprising the New Testament. But there's other passages like this where Paul says this, uh, this is my opinion. 
For example, he says, I say this as a concession, not as a commandment, for I wish that all men were even as myself. But each one has his own gift from God. That's in the passage we just read. 1 Corinthians 7, um, 67. And then here's another one in 1 Corinthians 7, 40, in the same passage, actually, but she is happier if she remains as she is, according to my judgment. And I also think that I have the Spirit of God. So here, this type of passages promotes an examination of the delicate equi equilibrium between divine inspiration and the human author's distinctive perspectives and contributions in composing the inspired scriptures. To rephrase the question, when Paul states uh, that a matter is based on personal advice rather than a, a divine command, should we still regard his counsel as divinely inspired? While arguing in favor of this notion appears to involve an inherent contradiction. Um, Paul's counsel to the virgins is really just a reiteration of what he said earlier to the men. In 1 Corinthians 7 to 11, he says, Now to the married a command, yet not I but the Lord, a wife is not to depart from her husband. But even if she does depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and the husband is not to divorce his wife. The question emerges from Paul, what the question that emerges from Paul's counsel is, why refrain from marrying? Paul had reservations about the wisdom of marrying during the time of the writing of these texts. He emphasized that at that specific time, marrying was not advisable. He's clear that it's not a sin if a young man and a woman decide to marry, but he's strongly towards advocating celibacy. And this raises the question, why this strong inclination? Well, one potential answer to this question is another intriguing point Paul raises in this passage, the notion that the world is transient and passing away. Well, this is clearly a reference to Paul's eschatological view, and while we certainly don't have, we don't have time really to address this here, so unfortunately we'll have to pick that up in our, in our next episode. But for applications for today, well, it's, well today's uh, examination of the text resulted perhaps in maybe just a little better understanding of the cult culture and values of the world in which Paul wrote and thought we can still derive some application. As believers today, we should take time to read what the Bible says about purity and modesty. We would argue it's important to understand how to uphold these biblical virtues in our modern lives. Our actions and choices should embody purity and modesty in all aspects of life. And we should commit to displaying moral integrity and respect for ourselves and others.